Like yeah, and I, I know how to cut out so. like background noise, so it's not okay. bad. Let's just stay silent for like ten seconds so I can get some Both of you in the same Japanese class? No, no, you were one year ahead of me, and then I think when, yeah, you did you do it all four years? No, I think I did it up until junior year, and I took it in middle school too. So that's probably why I was okay ahead of you. Who has become fluent in Japanese from your class? <laughs> Either of you, Russ. Yeah, he he's living in Japan right now. Um, I think Guy did mm -hmm. as well. Yeah, he went. He visited once or twice for sure. Yeah. Um, from my class, I think that might have been it. Maybe there, Jared, but that's just because his family is Japanese. Yeah, so there he's were around like it. existing Japanese speakers who probably like just improved. Like Andrew yeah. Freewald was Alex, already fluent. Yeah, Alex George. Because yeah. he was born there. He's born in Japan. And then I think out of my class, I know Vianca. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. More. She's doing photography now, right? I think so. Yeah. Like that. Photography and videography. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Did you guys see um, Iman's yes. website? No. No, I haven't seen the website. I saw the first video that he put up because he tried to invite me or something to his omni movement thing <laughs> yeah and then i so i saw the first video of him dancing with someone so <laughs> i haven't seen the website itself though um you should check it out so <laughs> i randomly was talking to dimitri recently yeah like mm -hmm. just out of nowhere we started chatting shout again. out to him shout he out actually him. listened to one of our podcast episodes <laughs> oh nice yeah um, i don't know how he how he found it but yeah shout out to him <laughs> he said he ran into him at the graduate school that he goes to like they both go to the same graduate school somewhere towards the east coast i don't remember which state exactly I should... north carolina yeah oh okay and i was like Small that's world. weird they're both at the same school yeah and oh. iman is like the person i was in school with the longest like we went to sixth grade together in middle mm -hmm. school high school and then davis mm -hmm. And I was just like, I know so little about him, though. <laughs> like, even though we've been around each other for so long. Yeah. Never really spoke with him that much. Uh, I mean, like, me and Dan Carp was the same. We went to the same school since sixth grade, but oh. I didn't really... Like, he even sat next to me in sixth grade, but mm -hmm. I didn't really talk to him that much. We didn't have too much in common, so... Yeah. I see the website. Yeah. Yeah. You have to see it on like the on a desktop. Yeah, browser. Yeah. This is an effect. Jesus. <laughs> oh, okay. This is a lot. There's a lot happening. I was like impressed. It's interesting. I want to disappear like from 
consciousness. That was that's a different train of thought. <laughs> I was just thinking about it like not people not knowing like what someone is up to. But people already feel that way about you. Me? Yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> no one ever knows what part of the world you're in. <laughs> oh, okay, that's good then. I don't, okay. Let me continue to like, keep that up. I was up. talking to Tim last night and he was like, oh, she's in s And I was like, <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, good. And on that note, this is episode six. Yeah, are you going to bleep that out if you've been yeah, recording? Yeah. Yeah, because we don't want to say where we are. Yeah. That's, that's like a thing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, have you listened to any of our... Yeah. Okay. I've listened to two, I think. Okay, because yeah. a common theme is to... Censor, like, personal details. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We need to keep and this names. as ambiguous as possible. <laughs> I don't think you have a name yet. No, I don't. No. <laughs> we can keep um, that. Do you want me to introduce you by name or no because our the last time we had guests they messaged me afterwards and was like can you bleep my name out yeah you can bleep my name out okay well to keep with the theme well no well i'm not gonna i'm gonna or just not introduce me by name is what yeah <laughs> what do you want what do you want us to do just do you want to be guess, known because i'm known as am chase I? on am this I podcast guest number three well, no, you can have a name if you want. That's what, what I'm saying. What should my uh, alias be? <laughs> um, that's that's okay. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's for you to <laughs> to tell us. What do you want? What do, what do you want like to be known if as? If you didn't know my name, what kind of name would you give me? The same name, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> um. Like Blake. <laughs> no. Oh, like a female Blake. Like Blake no. Lively Blake. No. Blake. She's not. No. Female Blake. Yeah. No. It's like so a very a special specific guest type. on our episode. This Blake. is female Blake. Female Blake. <laughs> <laughs> that works for me. Okay. Do you have uh, anything that you would like to say before we get into the? I feel like I used up all my good stories before we started recording. Yeah. I'm sure you have some more. I'm going to let you two take the reins. Okay. I'll insert myself. Well, you brought up Kyrie Irving. <laughs> Flat Earther. Flat Earther. He, um, there's a podcast with two of the players on um, the Cleveland Cavaliers, Richard Jefferson and Channing Fry, And um, they had him as a guest on there. And I mean, I, I only listened to like the clip that mentioned it. I haven't listened to the whole podcast yet. But he basically just said, like... He encouraged people to do their own research mm-hmm. type of thing, but essentially said that the earth was flat. I mean, I can see why some people may feel that way. Just because, like, we're not all, like, going into outer space and looking down on the earth and, like, confirming for ourselves that it's round, right? So, like, if you are someone who is easily, like, like predisposed or to believing like non-mainstream news then i can see why you might want to believe that do you know what i'm saying i think so but Mm, but also we knew that the earth was round before people went into outer space (laughs) that's true (laughs) so but i'm saying like some people like are like well i don't have the first hand like knowledge like if you don't have like a background in science or mathematics to allow you to sort of grasp how that works you're probably more easily swayed about 
that fact. But right? I feel like there's enough outside, like, evidence yeah. beyond not seeing the Earth from, like, far away. Because, right. I mean, like, how do you explain the sun going, like, arcing across right. the sky? Or even the fact that if you went to the beach, you wouldn't be able to, like, see Japan from there. Right. Right? It's not just a straight line and, like, yeah. then you can see miles away the But I don't, I feel like islands. these people are, like, not thinking about it. In yeah, way. like, in they're, the yeah. they're just not, they're not considering exactly. that. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. they're just, like, I imagine people like that are people who believe, like, a lot of strange alternative things aside from just flat earth and they're probably getting all of their news information from Infowars. yeah well, alex well, jones yeah. <laughs> harry irving actually he doesn't believe in dinosaurs but okay he believes uh. in ex he believes that extraterrestrials live on earth currently which i feel like you can't believe in those two things at the same see, time see that's dangerous territory because i'm wondering like where where does he think that the the aliens are like here, in plain here, sight? Here. I know, but here, but like, where are they? Like disguised as humans or yeah. like what? I don't know. Well, I mean, like, to a certain extent, like, I could believe that extraterrestrials are here because, you know, like, maybe there is an extraterrestrial yeah. that yeah. has the ability to travel through space and land on our planet. And My- I don't know, maybe we have seen it and we just haven't called it that because we think that it's something that we've already seen before. I Mm -hmm. agree like maybe we don't have like the senses necessary to perceive like an extraterrestrial. Definitely. Or we wouldn't even know what to look for technically, right? Yeah. Yeah. But But he probably is one of those like um, I believe in lizard people. <laughs> I'm I'm thinking that's probably and, and, what yeah. It is. And then he watches those YouTube videos of like Obama with like the yeah. the low quality video with like the eyes that change yes. colors for a second. Yeah, I remember yeah. those from like ten years ago. Yeah, but yeah. And then Draymond, uh, they d- interviewed him, and he basically was like, he basically he didn't say yes or no. He said I don't know, which is basically a yes in that sense. Yeah. Um. That's unfortunate, because I think about it, and I'm like, so did these guys, like, not pay attention in their classes? (laughs) Yeah, like, I feel like there's, like, a foundation you develop of, like, Mm -hmm. understanding how things build on each other, Mm -hmm. and, like, how you can draw logical conclusions, and some people, like, don't work to develop those skills. Definitely. Especially if they haven't been forced to do that. Right. So... Yeah. Speaking of Draymond Green, he got into a fight with uh, with Smash Mouth on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> Not, I'm, I'm serious. He, yeah, he, they, they had some. They lost against like the Grizzlies, I think, mm-hmm. and the, the uh, they were complaining about something, and then uh, or Draymond Green was complaining, and then Smash Mouth, <laughs> Smash Mouth, Smash Mouth. Um, Said that someone needs to knock your ass out on the court, what? which I'm, ass- I'm I'm assuming is the the lead singer of Smash Mouth, right. whatever his name is. I don't know who he is. Me neither. The guy with the bleached hair. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah. I, don't oh, know. I mean, they have a Twitter. Are they relevant enough to have a Twitter? Smash Mouth. Yeah. Yeah. They look Re- like- relevant enough to have a, a non-egg emoji Twitter. I think their yeah. bio is like a self. 
self-deprecating joke, like oh. something about their one popular song or something. So, so they're better than Nickelback in that arena. I guess because Nickelback will actually like fight with people about. <laughs> they like made a comeback, like in an ironic, like meme way. Smash Mouth. Oh, okay. Yeah, actually, speaking of Smash Mouth, so the uh, place that I go to for billiards, um, there's a recurring thing that happens uh, when we go there. Or what? I think I know where this is going. That's why. Okay. <laughs> where? Um, oh yeah, I posted on Snapchat about it a lot. But um, the people there will um, there's a, an electronic jukebox there, and so it has like a wide library of, of songs mm-hmm. and um, things that you can't play songs back to back. Like if it's the same song, you can't play it back to back unless yeah. they're on different albums. So if it's like a the album that it's from, and then if if it's a greatest hits album, yeah, like now that's what I call <laughs> yeah. music, and then the actual album. So is the last few times that we've gone there, someone will play all the different versions of All Star back to back to back to back. <laughs> oh back, my back. god! And so, and so the the worst one that happened when we went there, it was like All Star like eight, seven or eight times in a row, and the first couple times it was like it like the whole time it was funny. The first couple times it was like funny, but then. The um, manager there, like, went on the intercom and was like, yeah, we're just going to skip All-Star every time that it plays. And so it played, like, four, and you just hear, like, the first, like, somebody, and then it, and then it skips to the next one, and some, and it just kept on going and going and going until all the Smash Mouth uh, All-Star was uh, erased from the, from the queue. <laughs> And it's happened every week that we've gone there. Someone does that where they just keep playing All Star, and it's All Star from like that album, and then All Star from Greatest Hits, and then All Star from some Randy Couture like workout <laughs> playlist. I was who took the time what? to find like where this song was on all these albums? Like it's this like this app called Touch Tunes or something oh. that is in like a bunch of different bars and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so I remember one time. Um, like that it was like all star was playing over and over and over and they kept skipping it and then so so the guy went on the loudspeaker and was like yeah we're gonna skip it every time this is like this is like the fourth time it happened that we had done it and so a few songs played and then someone ended up finding multiple versions of i'm a believer by smash Mouth and played that over and over I wonder if it's an employee. Either that or someone know. who's there like well, every the, day. The thing is that like the old app you used to be able to see like mm-hmm. all the different like um because you can there there's a physical jukebox that has like a touch screen and you can go through and put in everything mm-hmm. you want. But you can also get the app on your phone and just connect your credit card or your PayPal to it and just yeah. buy credits and if someone's actually there. spending money on this shit too. Well yeah, like. that's the thing. Because like, I, I was I was part of it like the first or second night that we were there for it. Like I played all-star like a couple different times because i saw like oh someone is also playing all-star multiple times but um yeah no it's like 50 cents a song so you're wasting multiple dollars doing i mean that's like four bucks uh every week right yeah that's not bad for a joke i guess (laughs) but but the thing (laughs) it adds up well it i mean it's a funny joke but at the same time like the uh the manager, like, he'll go on there and be like, yeah, you know, people are leaving because they don't want to hear this anymore. <laughs> are they so, really? Yeah, so, allegedly. <laughs> so, it's like, it's, like, according to them, it's bad for business. So, I feel bad in that sense. So, I only did it, like, one time. 
But um, yeah, no, <laughs> it, 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 it used to be that um, that you could see like the it was a username, but you could see the person, mm-hmm. like the name of the person who's playing all these songs. But now I think they got rid of that, so you can't see who it is. You can just see like the top the top DJs of that location or whatever. Mm. Um, I wonder if it's the same person who like. There's like a lot that has, says no parking, and they always spray paint over it to say no barking. <laughs> <laughs> There's one on a on oh, it's Ferox and something. Yeah, sunrise. Like, yeah, Ferox and That's sunrise. Yeah, I think of that one all the time. It's like right down the corner from like the Scientology yeah. like <laughs> office there. Dianetics. Yeah. 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 I. I yeah. Yeah. That, Let's um, not summon them. <laughs> yeah, someone like I'm pretty like someone does that every single week. And there was one week that I played like horror, like I played Cotton Eye Joe and like What's New Pussycat. I would have loved to. <laughs> I, I could have stayed all, for the all Smash these, Mouth, all these horrible songs. Um, who let the dogs out? That's not horrible. How dare you? But okay, <laughs> it's not horrible. in context though. It is yeah. horrible. And, and also, for whatever reason, that song is like. 10 to 20 decibels louder than all the other songs. <laughs> it just comes on so loud. People are playing billiards and they're like the balls on the table are like moving <laughs> okay. around. Um, um, uh, ass by Big Sean. Literally, like, until they fixed it, like, it would make the the roof, like, the ceiling shake. I'm not even, the bass from that song, like, it would just go. <laughs> And you could see the the, ce- the ceiling panels shake, and then they redid the sound system. Do you remember when we were at community college, and like we were we ran into each other or something, and that person drove by, and they were playing their music really loud, and then the bass hit, and their whole car just <laughs> rattled. It was like, <laughs> <laughs> like you're not cool. You're really oh. not. Uh, yeah. I love when people do that. I'm pretty sure my car does that. And I don't know it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Going back to uh, to Dream on Green. Okay. Um, well, to to tie it in. So um, there was some statement that was released lately about um, they they teach sex ed for NBA players. And the, Do they really? Yeah. They're grown men. That's and, kind of but, late. But the, the the main thing that they teach is that. Um, so they, they no, they, they teach uh, <laughs> wearing condoms, but as soon as you're finished with the condom, like tied up and flushed down the toilet. Yeah, so that the I'm women not surprised. Can't get the the sperm and like get pregnant from that. Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. You're not supposed to flush condoms down the toilet. Yeah, you're not. You're but not, but but in that that's case, what they, they, yeah, they don't, don't want. Just get like a doggy bag and like put it in <laughs> take it with you at that point. Yeah, or yeah, or just like take it with you. Right. Like don't leave it with them. Because they'll you really think allegedly it's that much of a problem? trying to get it. It is. It is, actually, yeah. You know what? Because you can get a lot of money from players who. That's wild. You could. You know what Desus does? Hmm. Do you know who Desus is? Mm-mm. The guy on Twitter. There's other stuff. Anyway, what yeah. he does is he, he'll do that, like tie it in a knot, and then he says he throws it on the roof. <laughs> <laughs> you just need to fly a drone and see, like, where he's fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Where are there condoms on the roof? <laughs> yeah. All throughout the Bronx. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, it is a big problem. Yeah. But that's also concerning to me. Like, there really is or are multiple women out there who are just like saving condoms full of sperm. 
so that they can get pregnant. Yeah. Won't the guy also be suspicious that he'll be like, bye? There's no way. I mean, there's, there's, a, there's yeah, a I guess there's, that. yeah. Like, in true. that, like, if the woman gets pregnant, like, just by default, you kind of side with That's the true. woman. That's true. Because mm, right. she's pregnant. Because she can always say, oh, there was, like, I guess the condom didn't work or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. That's true. It's still disturbing, though. Like, there's really multiple women out there who are, like, walking out of hotel rooms or some guy's apartment with, like, a bunch of condoms. It's, They're it's like, <laughs> how effective is that, though? Because, like, I know sperm, like, is super sensitive to, like, temperature and everything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, do they have, like, incubators yes. in their purses? <laughs> yes. They have a little cooler inside their purse, and they just, like, it's plop like it in what there. They, what people do to, like, pass drug tests. They just tape it to their thigh to keep it warm. Oh. That is insane. You researched this. Well, I mean, and I know how, like, how people do that with drug tests. Like, they, they get, like, a pee bag, mm -hmm. like, tape it to their thigh, and then get, like, a little hose to make it seem like they're... Because there's someone, like, for, like legit like for like sports drug test or something like that like yeah. you like you get watched as you're doing it yeah so well and Sima had to do one for his bodybuilding shows yeah i think um um one of david's roommates like he had to do that because mm -hmm. he smokes like a lot of weed so, <laughs> like a lot of weed what temperature is sperm supposed to be at to not die I mean, it's supposed to be body temperature, but <laughs> like from a from a thermometer yeah. up here. <laughs> from, a, from a scientific standpoint, like the testicles raise and lower to kind of regulate. Yeah, regulate that. Regulate. <laughs> <laughs> That's what your testicles are saying. <laughs> Quietly. To so, yeah, to to get the right temperature. So it's That's it's good. similar to body temperature. Mm. Yeah. You know a lot. Humans will ever evolve to have like, in to like, have inside testes. You know, like yeah. testes that like hide inside. How would that help? It's like safer. Like if you get kicked or something. You know. I prefer I how it is now. <laughs> <laughs> Personal preference. <laughs> On a completely different note, mm -hmm. um, there was some speech that Meryl Streep did where she basically said that we have so many, you know, different foreign arts and mm -hmm. artists and whatnot, and if we didn't have that, we would only have football and MMA, and that's art. <laughs> yes. And, <laughs> was and that how at the Emmys? It was at the the Golden Globes. The Golden Globes. Oh, and yeah. yeah, and the MMA community went off. Yeah, not even the football community. The MMA community yeah. went off on her. Well, I don't think the uh, football community is watching. Um, Dana White, who's the president of oh, Dana um, White, is annoying. <laughs> he, uh, I mean, there's always drama surrounding MMA. Just from the way that he was like, people are treated. Wasn't he like super opposed to having like? women fight like at the same level as men and initially like, yeah initially yeah he said like we'll never have women fight here like it'll never be a thing but i mean like i mean there's multiple reasons why i think people are into women's mma mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah um, there are multiple reasons <laughs> um, but i mean you know if you look at we talked about this, I think, last episode. Where yeah. if you, I mean, if you look at Ronda Rousey, she's done so much for the entire sport of MMA, not right. even just women. Mm -hmm. um, and she's done so much 
kind of branding for the UFC, but also like she's an MMA fighter who's moved on to doing movies like commercial and TV yeah, and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, and she's an actual household name. Like even people who don't watch yeah. MMA would actually no, know, who yeah, she know who she is. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Dana White, he he's just done a lot of... There was um, Mike Goldberg, who was kind of the voice of the UFC. He was like the main commentator. Yeah. He, um, he got let go a couple months ago, just out of the blue. And mm-hmm. I guess there were there were no discussions or anything like that. Dana White's known for not really having conversations. Mm. Like good conversations. I also. mean... Do you think the MMA community was justified in getting that mad? I don't... I mean, if she wants to say... Well, because the thing is that, like, martial arts to the right person is an art form. Right, but they're just utilizing aspects at that point of, like, their martial arts background, right? Yeah. It's not like they're practicing... But at the same time, there are so many different, like movies and stuff that are made about you know boxing and mma that have done well yeah like all the rocky films one of the like one of the most recent ones is two there's warrior um which was about two mma brothers that ended up fighting each other in the championship and then there was that one boxing one with uh uh mark Wahlberg and christian bale the fighter. The fighter, yeah. Yeah. And both of those were nominated for Best Picture. Well, now, see, the thing I think is that uh, uh, it's not that, like, I don't know, I think people associate you saying that it's not art with also saying that it takes no skill. And that's mm. not what it is at all. Like, that- it obviously takes a high amount of skill for you to, to be able to do uh, MMA or to box. But I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Then you have a whole conversation about whether sports in general count as art. I, I think also she was trying to maybe distinguish between like entertainment and like creative art. Yeah. Right? Like, I guess it was a poor choice of words, maybe, or mm-hmm. poor, like, you know, but I don't think it's, I don't feel like it's necessarily something to get riled up about. And I think also maybe there's like a political aspect to it choosing specifically football and MMA. Like, there's an intersection between MMA, football, and, like, maybe the type of candidate that you right. vote for, as opposed to saying, like, basketball or tennis or something, right? Mm-hmm. So, that might be part of it, too. I'm trying to think what else interesting has happened in, like, the past few weeks. Well, hold on. The thing is that we... It's been, like... A while since we recorded our last episode. I yeah, think. I had trouble getting back into the country. They banned me. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't like that joke. <laughs> and yet you're laughing. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if you want to... I See, the thing is that I'm very uneducated in the current state of affairs of the United States and politics in general. So if you... It's not that fun to talk about. Okay. <laughs> really I'm ju- really I don't... <laughs> I just don't know anything about it, so... I just basically check Twitter, like, in the morning and yeah. at the end of the night and, like, make sure nothing obscene has happened. Which it has, but... Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I can always... on top of it. 
go through and see. Shout out some people that listened to our last episode, which was... When was that? That was... A month and some days. Yeah, January 7th. So it's been a month and a half, which we said we were going to go back to our our two to three week. Mm -mm -mm. And that didn't happen because of uh, one of our co-hosts. Unnamed. Unnamed co-hosts. Unnamed female (laughs) (laughs) co-hosts. Yeah. Um... Yeah, there's, I mean, there's a couple friends that I have that listen to this um, that I know, but there's a, let's see, there's someone from Chapel Hill, North Carolina. Now we know who that is. Do we? Yeah, it's Dimitri. Oh, that's right. (laughs) Okay. I mean, because you said that if he's at the same university as Iman, Iman is at UNC. And I know that because he added me on LinkedIn. (laughs) God, I hate LinkedIn. I made one just for the sake of making it easier to fill out applications because right. you can just tie just in your LinkedIn paste. account. Yeah. Right. Mm. No, not even copy oh, and paste. You, you just tie you. it in and it just fills it out for you mm-hmm. and you just like, go through and double check. Um, there's someone from La Lovière, Belgium. I don't know. Um, Maybe someone, they're a relation of mine. So, someone from uh, Fujaira, uh, United <laughs> Arab Emirates. I, no I mean, I'm just, I'm just reading. These are off. all our international connections. Uh, yeah, keep right? tabs on us. Yeah, someone from Tuscan, Arizona. I know s- people from Fallbrook. I don't know anyone from Tuscan, Arizona. So it gives you like the demographic. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't tell you like it gives you usernames mm-hmm. for people who are actually signed in. Right. Um, and then it gives you like countries and cities where they're from. So speaking of like Belgium. Uh, Nothing specific about Belgium, but my mom and I are doing like the 23andMe, like genetic mapping, whatever mm-hmm. shit. What is that? You basically spit into a test tube and send it off, and they like tell you about your ancestry. Oh, and like yeah. the different like ethnicities. Right, okay. right. And she got the health one too to see if she's like predisposed to anything. Mm. But I'm pretty sure she's already developed everything she's yeah. predisposed <laughs> to. But anyway, um, that should be interesting because, like, my last name isn't traditionally Ukrainian. Mm-hmm. It's like it sounds like Armenian or something else. So I'm curious to see where it comes from. There's no really way to like track your roots as like a, someone from the Soviet, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, former Soviet Republic. So yeah, cool. that's interesting. That's actually well. Just thinking because, like, the thing is that my last name is Jackson, mm-hmm. but that actually comes from my grandmother, mm-hmm. who is mostly Hispanic. Mm-hmm. It doesn't come from my my African American side of the mm-hmm. family because that's Brawner, and um, I guess my dad didn't take the Brawner last name. But um, yeah, just to you should do it. Yeah, I might. And then me, we'll have a show. Dad, there's a lot of ambiguity and. <laughs> unanswered questions involving my father's side of my ancestry. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's definitely some um, baby daddy drama on my mom's side of the family. Not with her, but, like, her sisters. Well, yeah. Like, so. yeah, my, my dad, like, his parents didn't live... Like, he grew up with just his mom. And oh. I don't even... I don't, I don't know the story of, like, when he first met his father. Because, like, I've met him multiple times like he lives in new york and we went to go visit him i think three times Mm. since i've been alive um 
But yeah, I don't know the story behind that, so it would be interesting. And there, he has another daughter who's like a year younger than me. And actually, um, she was part of the, I think, the Super Bowl dance crew for Beyonce. What? Yeah, was my my dad's cool. half sister who was twenty two. That's cool. Yeah, was that? I said you got a little celeb in your family. Well, my my well my first stepmom, mm-hmm. Chris, her cousin played with Chris Webber when they were part of the Fab Five in Michigan. Oh shit! Yeah, which one? Uh, Ray Jackson. Oh, yeah. Wow. Okay. And, and another one of her cousins like played in the WNBA, but I don't remember who it was. She played in like Seattle, and Seattle's not a thing anymore. So yeah. Huh. Okay. See history. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. My yeah, and my my uh, my grandfather played in the. He plays in a blues band, and he played with like BB King, I guess. Oh, wow. Yeah. There's a bunch of different. My grandmother was friends with John Coltrane. What? Yeah, it's a bunch of like, a bunch of random stuff. Are we flexing right now? Can I flex? <laughs> yeah. Who, who do you know that's famous or your family that's famous? My stepdad was... My ex-stepdad was a player was for the Rams. Oh, really? Yeah. Was that the one that was born in Japan? No, there's no one who was born in Japan. We've been through this so many times. <laughs> there's, there's an, I have an uncle through marriage whose last name starts with an O. And he always tells people when they ask him, where are you from? He says, Japan. Because then they can't question him and they'll be like, but you're black. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's the reason. Yeah. No, this guy is from Southern California. Everyone thinks- well, he's dead now. So actually, I don't even know. Everyone the stepdad. thinks Nsima is like half Asian because of his last name. And like, they don't realize that like West Africans yeah. just have that sort of eye shape. Yeah. Yeah. He gets a lot of weird questions about it. <laughs> and he's like, what? <laughs> but um, I heard, like, with in my anthropology class, like, that was one of the topics we could write on was, like, the ethical aspect of 23andMe and those types of services. Like, because mm. you don't know, like, whether, like, yeah, you sign waivers and stuff, but mm-hmm. they store your information. Like, that's what concerns me. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of strange, but like. But what would they do with your genetic yeah, information? Well, because I know some people like there is there's this one wrestler way back in the day that, um, prov- what, what's the word I'm thinking of provided his DNA to mm-hmm. this um, genetic project thing that was like basically they took aspects like they. They took DNA from different people to kind of figure out like what could create the perfect human being. Oh, okay. Um, and he's he's like a seven foot, like really jacked, like pro wrestler. Oh crap. Um, I think the issue is that like if they know that you're predisposed to certain conditions, they might target you with like certain types of advertisements and stuff like regarding treatments and medicine and if they know that you are predisposed to these things they could like jack up the price Mm, okay you know Mm -hmm. so that's what specifically what i read about about it but i mean so they could see like what is most like what is the kind of like take advantage of your necessity yeah like what what is the most common illness and how can we exploit that right okay 
And uh, for me, like, it's not really, I'm not that worried about it, like, on a personal level, I guess. But it's weird. When I was a kid growing up, like, I was very cautious and, like, hyper aware, like, probably bordering on, like, kind of paranoid. And I still am to some extent. But, like, now that I know that that's, like, a legitimate fear like because cameras are everywhere i'm like almost calmer because at least i know it's not like all in my head <laughs> but like also it's worse because it's really happening <laughs> like i had a friend who uh noticed her webcam light was on like she was <laughs> napping and she woke up and her webcam light was on and this guy was like chatting her through some like software feature like within windows or something i don't remember exactly like the details but like, he wouldn't leave her alone. Like, obviously, he couldn't communicate with her, like, s speaking or, like, web chatting. But he was just, like, watching her this whole time. And, like, she had to call, like, some customer service to get it all to, <laughs> like, to deal with it. I'm like, okay, fuck. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. That's awful. Yeah. My, uh, a couple of my friends did the, the 23andMe thing because... They were asking specifically to have uh, DNA from like uh, certain African ethnic groups. Mm -hmm. So they were asking for Somalis to donate, or not donate, but like provide their DNA for people who are doing testing but don't know like their um, ethnic background. Mm -hmm. So you have to be like both of your parents have to be from the same region or from the same ethnicity mm -hmm. in order to do it. And they they got it back, and it's like ninety eight percent Somali. Wow. And so it's like, so, you know, it's almost like, what was the point? You didn't think mm -hmm. that it would be different, right? Well, but they found out that there's like 2% of something else. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Were they just trying to like develop a background on that like specific ethnicity? I, uh, yeah. I guess yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's basically what the goal was of 23andMe. Mm -hmm. But for my friends, I think they were kind of just curious, like, is there anything else that's lurking in my yeah. DNA? And the answer is no, not really. Not really. <laughs> That's like impressive though that that they're so I guess so Somali. Yeah. yeah like it that's I feel like that's not that common nowadays yeah. like in a lot of areas. Yeah. I mean in this case, like if you were something else you would know, because usually like in you know your family history mm. pretty intensely. And so it, it would have to be like several generations ago mm. for you to not know about it. I see. Yeah. So, I don't know. If I did it, I'm not sure. It would probably just tell me like East African. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know what else it would say <laughs> below that. Yeah. What have, uh, what have you been up to lately? Oh my gosh, nothing. <laughs> um... I've been having a lot of strange dreams. Mm. Yeah. I, I dreamt I was pregnant after all the news about Beyonce came out. <laughs> that was, but I was like weirdly happy about it in the dream. Like in real life, I'm like terrified of being pregnant, but in the dream I was like very content. Have you ever had like recurring dreams that you can remember? Cause I actually, I was thinking about this cause I just had a recurring dream today that I haven't had in like 10 years. 
Um, probably not that I can recall off the top of my head, okay. but I, I have nightmares, like very vivid, strange nightmares. Mm. There's there's one dream that I, I had to, and again, I can't think of another time that I've had it in like multiple years, mm-hmm. but basically I like, I, I'm in this like kind of almost like a shanty town type mm-hmm. of thing. And we're in this baseball field and we're playing baseball or kickball or something. And then it progresses further and I'm with like a group of people, but I don't remember who the people are. And we get to this like ranch and it turns into almost like a Texas chainsaw massacre type of thing. But the thing is that like no one really dies. They just disappear. And then eventually everyone gets converted over to the massacre guy's side. And so they're all against me. And then I'm trying to escape, but the guy's toying with me. He gives me like multiple opportunities to escape, but then I can't actually escape. And it's happened like I I had that dream last night, and then I had that dream like years and years and years ago. And I don't I don't know why I'm having this dream. That's strange. I remember specifically like there was two weeks in my life where I was like so sleep deprived because I kept having dreams of being shot. Hmm. And like Usually in my dreams, like in my nightmares, I'm like the the helpless observer. Mm-hmm. Like I'm witnessing something horrible and I can't help. But this time I was like specifically the victim and it was really strange. Mm-hmm. But I, I happen to know that like my nightmares coincide with my stress levels. Mm-hmm. So it's not that weird to me. I mean, but there was um There was one dream that I had when I was probably from like three to like five or six that would have probably at least once a week like for mobile and the the strangest thing is that i remember having this dream well let me tell you the dream at all so um it's basically it's me and my mom and my dad and we're running kind of like down the street and we make a left turn and behind us is this polar bear made out of legos (laughs) and so we we go we turn and then we turn into the garage um, but they're faster than me, so they get into the garage and close and lock the door. Oh, no. And I can't open the door, and I turn around, and, like, the dream ends right as the polar bear, like, lunges at me and was, like, about to kill me. The thing is that we pull into the garage of the house that I didn't live in until two years later. Oh. And I don't know what that means. I've definitely had... And I had that dream for multiple years, like, yeah. before I lived in that house. I have dreams of, like, future places fairly regularly mm-hmm. like it probably happens to me like once a year every two years but it ha- has it been places that you've already been no to? Okay. it'll be like a one dream specifically like was somewhere that i didn't end up going to that place maybe like until five years after i had that dream mm-hmm. and like i have a hard time sorting out whether like we're just really good at like drawing associations and connections like with certain places like or similarities and that's what causes us to think that it's mm-hmm. it's like a place we've never been before but i don't know i mean the dream world is strange i mean maybe time isn't linear right <laughs> have either of you seen arrival i haven't seen it yet okay oh. Arrival. No. No? Okay. I don't know what that is. Because that's part of, like, this whole thing of kind of dreaming and then that being the future and it actually happening. But what would be the purpose of us, like, getting these glimpses into the future? I don't know. Who says it has a purpose? That's true. But most, like, natural things 
are supposed to, aren't they? It could be a warning, maybe. <laughs> maybe that's just how things are. I don't know. I had another recurring dream when I was young where there was like me and my cousin and we are in some building and we walk out and there's like this like platform that kind of sticks out from the door that we're at. So like, mm-hmm. here's the door and there's a little platform. And at the end of the platform, my dad and her dad are fighting or they're doing something. And my dad is about to fall off of this platform and her dad dives to grab him, but mm-hmm. they end up knocking each other off <laughs> and falling to this like gigantic, like 300, like war below where, oh yeah, like, like the movie 300, oh like there's God. just this, like this, like, 5,000 year old war going yeah. on like below us um, and they end up falling into there and then just like disappearing and so we run back and then I'm all of a sudden in like a like when you walk into a hospital and there's like the doors and then there's another set of doors like right, right ahead yeah. it's in like that in between section uh-huh. and so I'm in there and I'm trying to tell people that there's this war going on and then I end up floating and I can't move and then that room fills up with water. Oh, God. And then I just wake up. But there was one time where I got out before the water filled up the the room. And I opened the doors and I got out. And then it was just pitch black with, like, one little street light, like, shining down on this, like, one area. This one unimportant area. And I was just trying to walk forward and then I woke up again. I think the best horror <laughs> dream I had, like, with the most potential for, like, a short film, <laughs> I guess... <laughs> Was the one where I'm in the woods uh, on the edge of like a campsite and I hear like sh- screaming and shrieking and stuff. And there's this uh, like Japanese woman wearing like a face mask and like just like one of those like coughing like yeah. surgical masks. And she has a little girl like tied to her like by a string. She's like leading her on by a string and she's like slicing people's faces. <laughs> I mean, it's way like, the little disgusting. girl or the woman? No, the woman. Oh. With this little girl just following around like on a lead. I mean, it's like nonsense, but it's interesting nonsense. That could be a new character for The Walking Dead. <laughs> True. Should I submit it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I had one dream where it was literally. The movie The Haunted Mansion starring Eddie Murphy, <laughs> but it was with my parents. Oh my and and my step my stepmom was Was Raven Simone there? No, no, she wasn't. Um but my stepmom was like accepting of the fact that she was going to like die and like what? be married to this person. And I kept trying to like be like, No, you don't have to do this and she's like, I have to do this. Yeah. <laughs> have you had any recurring dreams? I don't sleep. <laughs> So, what do you do with your time when you when you just don't stare sleep? at the wall? Yeah. Like the time when most people are sleeping, I just like stare at the wall, and mm. you know. No, I do. I have like very vivid nightmares, but I think that's probably like the medication that I'm on. I remember the one time I took Vicodin, like for my teeth after I got my wisdom teeth pulled, mm. and it was just like the worst sleep I've ever gotten. Like it's it was the best sleep, but also the worst sleep, <laughs> and. I don't know if that makes any sense at all because like my body like felt like a log you know mm-hmm. like yeah. I just like was like I know I didn't twist and turn all night but also I felt like stuff was like crawling on me mm. and like I kept like having a dream within a dream where I'm like waking up to someone like walking into the room like weird sleep paralysis like over and over through the night mm. and I was like this is horrifying <laughs> 
Um, I remember I talked to you about uh, when I was playing Watch Dogs, the, uh, the game where you're hacking in San Francisco. Yeah. I finished that game, and it was probably the worst ending to a game I've ever played in my life. <laughs> what was the ending? Um, okay, so... Uh, female Blake. Um, the game basically is... It's a sequel to this game... Watchdogs, where you're basically this vigilante guy kind of um, in Chicago, where the entire network of Chicago, like not just internet, but also like streetlights and buildings and stuff like that, they're all connected to a central network. Mm -hmm. And you have been able to hack your way into the network, therefore having access to basically everything in this game world where you're able to get it to and kind of do it like you can change street lights you can blow up steam pipes you can move cars around stuff like that um so the sequel of this is you're this black guy named marcus who um is in san francisco i think it's san fran marin oakland and silicon valley are like the four main areas um and you get into this group, which is basically the anonymous of this video game world. It's called mm-hmm. DeadSec, and they just hack corporations and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and so you go through, and you just have various missions where you hack different things. That's essentially. Is it like Mr. Robot the game? Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> except, it's, except it's more hands-on. Okay. Like you're actually like it's it's less like. Um, hey, we're hacking, and this is the aftermath, and this is what we have to deal with with people coming after us. Yeah. It's more like we are doing this hacking. Okay. And then, so he's going into these buildings and doing all these things. Um, and so there's Marcus, there's this girl, like, I can't even remember her name, but um, she is kind of like the graphic artist of the group. She mm-hmm. does the branding, she kind of gets the name DeadSec out there. Yeah. Um, there's this guy wrench who wears like a mask he wears like a mask that's covered in spikes and then a visor that um to protect from the uv sun no, rays no, no. <laughs> it's it's um it like it has different um like alphabetical symbols that change depending on his uh, mood gotcha um and then there's another guy that's like a high functioning um autistic person who does most of the hacking for like most of the code writing for Mm -hmm. them and there's a couple other characters and then there's this guy Horatio who is this black guy that works at Noodle which is the games version of Google Mm -hmm. Um, he's an intern there and so you do all these missions and everyone is there except for Horatio Horatio is there for like two missions and the whole game like I'm playing it and I'm like why isn't Horatio like, why Why is Horatio, like, not part of most of this stuff? Mm-hmm. And initially I was like, okay, well, he's the only character in the game that has a job. So maybe he's just at this job. And then, <laughs> and then the other part of the time he's, like, in this, like, little, like, hideout spot, like, yeah. doing hacking stuff. And so the game just keeps progressing and he's not doing anything. And there's, like, one mission where you have to go into Noodle. And so he kind of gives you, like codes and stuff while he's there and like then you help him like not get fired by planting fake evidence or something and then all of a sudden there's a mission where he's like walking down the street and then he gets like approached by gang members and is like kidnapped and killed 
And so it was one of the, just the way, because you can play basically every mission, like, right off the bat. Um, and so I just, I guess the way that I played the game, I got to that mission, like, near the very end. Mm-hmm. And so he gets kidnapped and killed. And the whole time I'm playing, I'm like, why do I care about this character that has appeared in, like, imagine watching a movie, a character has appeared in maybe about five minutes, five to ten minutes of that movie, and then all of a sudden they're killed and it's supposed to be an important event. Right. It's like, why do you care about this person? Yeah. So, the f- that was the first part was me, like, why do I care about Horatio dying if he had nothing to do with the majority of what the main character mm-hmm. had to do? And then at the very end, like, they hack into this satellite system, which basically connects all the different, um, there's like one big company that I can't remember the name of that is basically creating a newer version of this centralized network. Mm -hmm. And so they're connected with like, I think Sweden and Korea and like another country. So you hack into this satellite system that can connect you to the different countries and Mm -hmm. like places and stuff. And you hack in there and you, I think Ireland is another one. You just hack in there and you do whatever. And then stuff happens and then you end up taking down like the big bad guy the head of the security corporation and then that's it and then it just ends like there's there's no big mission there's There's no no, like explanation of why no it just you just end up doing it and then the guy gets taken down was the gameplay like actually interesting the gameplay was nice um i think the first one was better it Mm. had a really good music Mm. in it um but uh, there was a lot, like, in the first one, they had these things called, um, I think it was, like, auditory trips or something. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, a drug trip that you put in headphones, and it, like, does something to your brain, and it makes you think you're, like, having a trip. So there's, like, there's four different trips that you can have. There's one where you're in this, like, gigantic spider mech, and you're just going around and destroying the city. Mm-hmm. There's another one where you're just flying through the air, bouncing off of flowers, trying to go through these little rings to get points. <laughs> There's another one where you're, like, you're the only human left in Chicago, and um, you're trying to take down all these robots that are basically policing the city mm-hmm. type of thing. And none of that was in the second one. Mm. There's, like, there's no real, like, kind of... I don't know. There was no extra stuff. It was like, hey, you're hacking in San Francisco and you're taking down these corporations, and yeah. that's the game. It was basically anonymous, the game. <laughs> so I was very I was very disappointed in that. In SEMA and I started the new Resident Evil or whatever. Mm, but yeah. I, like, can't do it. Like, first of all, I don't even play games, really. Mm-hmm. And second of all, like, a horror game? Like, that's so overwhelming. I, I like Silent Hill just because there's there's a lot of lore that's kind of mixed in because mm-hmm. there's a lot of different things that are connected but yeah, Resident Evil is like how how far have you gotten? Not far at all. Like, we got, like, we're still well, first of all I don't even know how the game ends or where it ends up. Yeah, I, 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 haven't, I haven't beat it but yet. But, like, we're, we've just, like killed our girlfriend that we were, like, <laughs> okay. out, trying to find okay. and save <laughs> pretty much. And, um, is that the one? That's the one with. Well, I'm assuming the game you're talking about is um, Resident Evil Seven. I guess it's the, the newest. One. It's the one with like the you're like in like the swamp and yeah. there's like the hillbilly like yeah, yeah, parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, as soon as you meet the dad, you'll uh, you'll freak out a lot. Oh God, I'm not ready. I mean, we met the family. I don't know. If we, I think we met the dad, um, but it's weird. And I like. 
don't have like the, the technical skill to yeah. like ever actually play well or win. <laughs> well, yeah, that that game like games like that is a lot about because it's like survival horror, and yeah. so you have to like get React. supplies mm -hmm. and like mix like herbs together. Yeah, yeah, and do stuff like that. And you're like looking for bullets and battery packs yeah. and shit. I mean, it's interesting. I'm just like I'm like give me little big planet again. <laughs> yeah, like they're like. Um, games like, like Left 4 Dead, where it's just mm -hmm. like you're fighting zombies and stuff like that. I can't really get into that uh, too much. It's not really my type of game. What was I going to say? I was going to ask Aisha something. Just keep going. I don't know. Um, uh, yeah, there's... I mean, I don't want to... I don't want to <laughs> spoil... Um, I don't want to spoil Resident Evil for you. So okay, yeah, don't. Um, well, another topic that I had was, um, do you, okay, so, do you guys ever subconsciously quote, like, you think about quotes from different movies or TV shows constantly and you don't know why? Yeah. Yeah. There's this one, well, I have multiple examples, but there's this one quote from Good Burger where it's, <laughs> <All right>. it's, <laughs> it's Ed and Kurt and they're in the car together and they're talking. Let me see if I can find the clip as I'm talking about this. And, um... And there's like a quote from it that I constantly say when, here, okay. Oh, it's on Bluetooth, of course it is. Bluetooth. Yeah. Okay. I'm aware you said you were Kurt. I always respond with you said you were Kurt when someone says I'm aware and nobody knows what I'm talking about. My mom loves quoting movies. Like she's worse than like a 13 year old like talking about Family Guy. Like she's so bad. And her favorite one like is the one that's not how any of this works from that commercial about like I'm unfriending you. Like the real life Facebook one. I don't remember that. Yes, you do. You no, I don't. <laughs> Aisha, please help me. What? It was like for an insurance company, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, no, 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 yeah, yeah no. Yeah. With the with the old ladies, yeah. and they're watching the pic yeah. they're looking at the pictures on the wall. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's that's not how any of this. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> that's not how this works. Yeah. That's not how any of this works. My mom loves saying that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you reminded me of that. This is one of my favorite commercials. It's like it's like annoying how much like ads and commercials can be a part of like your own history yeah. you know like <laughs> why my um my my friend from canada told me that there was one um in the simpsons hidden run um when you're playing as marge there's like one point in the game where she says sensible healed or it's um what does she say um sensible um metal to the pedal or something like that <laughs> and he he, th he said that he thinks about that all the time what, and or pedal to the metal yeah 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 it's like when you get like a song lyric but just like a phrase yeah. living in your head There's, like um, i can i like find a shrek quote for every situation in life there's um here, <laughs> like, let me let me show you a, a, like a, a even worse example all right hold on no. <laughs> okay That quote, but but here, this is the thing that I, this is the thing that I quote. Ready? 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 Ready
ready. I don't know why I think about that all the time. Ready? All the time. I'm not joking. And I hate it so it's like it's things that like don't here. Let me see if I can find another one. One of mine is from um, Faulty Towers, that like old English show. Mm. And then every time I see, um, I see butter. There's like a scene where he's talking about butter to the Spanish like server. Yeah. And he's like calling it. He's like mucho burro. He's like trying to speak Spanish to him. He's like, he's like ah mantequilla because like that's the actual word for butter. Yeah. And then he was like burro is a oh. <laughs> Like it's so terribly insensitive and stupid, and every time like I use butter, I think of that scene. Like why? Yeah, here, let me show you. So this is from Soul Calibur Five. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's just random things that I constantly say that I don't know why they've stuck with me for this long. Because I like I haven't played Soul Calibur in years, and I still think about oh yeah all the time. <laughs> or like there's one character Yoshimitsu who like spits out like gas or something, and he goes poison, and I say that all the <laughs> oh time. My God. Poison. So my dad when he used to trade on like the forex, and yeah. he would always watch the charts at like odd hours. Like it's Japan's morning. Like I should be up right now. Um. There was like he had like little notifications for when like the stock would hit like this point or that or go below that point and so one of the ones was like this like old like microsoft office sound and it was like it's just i know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about and i always think about it so yeah i know exactly what you mean the other day uh that one one of the quotes from the simpsons was stuck in my head which is uh the episode where homer becomes the president of the union and Lisa needs races. Mm, Do you know what I'm talking yeah, yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like dental plan. Yeah. Lisa needs races <laughs> constantly over and over again. So like I actually watched the episode again just because that was stuck in my head from before. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah. Why does that happen with things like why does that happen just with spoken language? Like it makes sense why it would happen with a song. Yeah. Or more Well, sense. yeah, that's that's the thing is that the things that I think that I quote all the time are not quotable things right they're a mm -hmm. random voice clip from something yeah. that no one else thinks about yeah it's strange it has to be something about like the way that the um maybe the way that sound is transmitted mm -hmm. or stored in your head your brain i get that with like visuals too sometimes like just like thinking about certain images and like sometimes like i they're just like looping in my head but mm -hmm. It's like, what's the point of that? Yeah. Oh, yeah, like, um, um, Scenario by Tribe Called Quest. There's, like, one line where they go, contact, uh -huh. and anyone, anytime anyone ever says the word contact, yeah. I think of that. <laughs> um, I actually, uh, this will be surprising to I actually do have something about Azalea Banks. Oh, here to, we go. Uh, to yeah. talk about it. Because oh we do have to talk God. about it. So Otherwise, it's not an episode. Can I interject yeah, with yeah, something about yeah. Azalea Banks? Um, so, <laughs> sh 
I guess on her IG story, she was like posting about like cleaning her house. Yes, yeah, yeah. We talked about that about the uh, the yeah chicken, the chicken the, the chicken blood feathers. And, yeah. yeah, what three is that? years worth of chicken three sacrifices? Three years worth. Like that's the thing. Like we talked about. Like if you want to do sacrifices, if it's a culture thing, yeah. by all means do it. But you're not cleaning up for three years. That's disgusting. I missed that. I guess <laughs> I missed that one. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Yeah that that was. That's, a dark day, yeah. honestly. <laughs> but um, no, I was gonna talk about her feud with uh, Rihanna. Oh, oh, what I was the new thing? This, yeah. It was uh, okay. So I guess Azalea Banks posted how she um, she supported uh Trump's uh immigration ban. Oh right, right, right. Um, <laughs> and and Rihanna basically said, you know, this is disgusting. Like America's being ruined, type of thing. Um, and so I'm gonna read what um, what Azalea Banks said in response to that was, as far as Rihanna, quote, who isn't a citizen and can't vote, and all, <laughs> <laughs> and all the rest of the celebrities who are using their influence to serve the public, you lot really, really need to shut up and sit down. Stop chastising the president. It's stupid and pathetic to watch. All these confused people confuse other confused people. Hoping the president fails is like getting on an airplane and hoping the pilot crashes. What makes you think the USA is going to enter the Middle East and destroy a bunch of shit and pull out without any real repercussions? And I guess, like, so Rihanna and... um, First of all, what I want to know is, okay, so Azalea Banks is pointing out correctly, I guess, that Rihanna is uh, not a citizen. I didn't know she wasn't a citizen. I know that she's she wasn't born here. Yeah. She came here at, what, like, 12 or 14. But the thing is that, like, Azalea is also obsessed with being Dominican. So, like, pick one or the other. You can't also pretend to be Dominican and then complain about, like, oh, immigrants. Well, is she... Co- I thought she, like... She's not Dominican. She's not, yeah, she was just, she like, just grew that, up around yeah, Dominicans. She, yeah, that's... Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's like, okay. I think the thing I hate most about that, it, I hate like these like really shitty analogies. Like, yeah. that's like blah, blah, blah. Like, <laughs> I love my neighbor, but I'm gonna lock my door when I go to sleep. Like, no, <laughs> that's not an appropriate like parallel. Yeah, and then, so in response to that, um, Rihanna posted this picture and she said, the face you make when you're an immigrant, hashtag stay away from the chickens. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag I heart nuggets hashtag save our hens and I guess um, they like had a conversation or like got into an argument or something and uh, I forget who did which but um where, think, where are they like where are they having these arguments because isn't it's on Julia twitter still, oh she's not banned yeah. anymore what I thought it was Instagram or oh yeah 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 it's, well no it was I don't know. I think it's Instagram because, yeah, she is. I don't think she's really using Twitter. Most of her uh, well, the, nonsense the, comes from. The, the beginning of it started on Twitter, okay. and then Rihanna posted that picture on Instagram. Okay. Um, That's like probably the second worst person to mess with would be Rihanna. Actually, yeah, probably the second worst. The first worst is, of course, Beyonce because the beehive will come after you. Yeah. And then, but then also Rihanna herself will come after you. And then the the Navy 
which is like her whole group of yeah. fans will come after you too. It's just stupid. Yeah, she's I, done this more I than once. I think that um, they had an argument, and then like Rihanna posted Azalea's phone number on mm-hmm. Instagram, like when she posted a screenshot or something. Wow. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's all. I don't know anything that Azalea Banks has been up to since then. That was like a, about a month ago. Yeah, she did. Uh, she did release a, a new single. I'm kind of like, okay, uh, it's difficult. You know, was you it, kind of want to support her just because of the music, and yeah. also her her label screwed her over and all that stuff. At the same time, it's like, how am I rooting for you when you so obviously want to be the villain? Yeah, right. Was it, when did Bad Bitches Do It come out? I don't know. I think that was kind of recent. That that song was okay, but yeah. Yeah, Isaiah Banks. We have to have her on the show. Like, <laughs> it's not ever going to happen, <laughs> ever. Well, actually, I think that's more possible than you think. Um, <laughs> you guys seen any good movies lately? Uh, oh, good. is. <laughs> um, I saw a movie recently, which is not very common, because I don't really watch movies yeah. that much. But um, I saw... I don't even... Remember the name of the movie, but I'll look it up as I'm talking about it. But it starred uh, Mila Jovovich and uh, Pierce Brosnan. Oh man! And who's the dad from the first scene of the first season of American Horror Story? Uh, uh, Dylan McDermott. Yeah, Dylan McDermott. Wow, yeah. those those three ultimate throwbacks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> those, those three Survivor. That was the name of the movie. Um, it's from uh, 2015. Um, it was basically, she was like an intelligence expert for the CA or something, and she got transferred to some London branch to help with um, issuing visas, so they didn't issue visas to the wrong person. Okay. And um, and so she, so basically like, she was checking up on this guy who was going to America for a conference, but um, she was like, oh, like... He, he was like a... It was a pediatrics converse... Uh, con- conference. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> pediatrics, con- pediatrics conference. conference. <laughs> but, um... He was a general practitioner. She was, so she was like, why are you going to this conference if you're a general practitioner? And he had, um... Like, past experience with, like, um, dangerous gases or something. And he ended up actually being a bad guy. Mm-hmm. And so he was like, oh, there's this new like visa checker here and she's bad news so we need Pierce Brosnan to come and kill her and so he ended up like blowing up this restaurant that she should have been in but she went across the street to pick up a birthday gift (laughs) for another guy who was supposed to be there but ended up also being a bad guy and then so the the um the other guy that was supposed to be here who also worked for the government was like you should have like you know should have kept your mouth shut or something and then tried to kill her but then she ended up like killing him by accident and so it's basically like so it's basically like the government is trying to track down her because they think that she's behind the bombing and because she killed the guy oh, and yeah. she was the only one that wasn't in uh-huh. the bombing when she should have been there and so she's running away trying to prove her innocence while also trying to stay away from Pierce Brosnan who is constantly trying to kill her and she like slices his stomach and he's hurt for like five minutes and then he's totally fine after of that course. and the big thing that happens is that like 
they're trying to go to America to put this poison gas inside of the New Year's Eve ball <laughs> so that when it drops so okay so there's there's coolant that goes into the ball Pierce so that then, like became so that, a Bond villain like yeah. he went from being James Bond to being a Bond so that yeah. when, when the ball drops there's coolant in there so that when it drops it doesn't heat up yeah and, like, stuff that happens but they put like this like gas into the coolant so that when it heats up the gas gets released and then it oh kills all these gosh. people and um, I don't know. There's like some like Pierce Brosnan was like a sniper, and then she ended up taking him out, and that was the whole movie. Ugh. And Dylan McDermott is basically like her handler or whatever, and he was like the. And okay, there are multiple explosions that happen where everyone around her gets fucked up except for her, and I don't know why. The very first one is basically there's a restaurant across the street. Pierce Brosnan puts a bomb inside of this like he. There's a uh, guy on the inside of the restaurant who mm-hmm. puts a bomb inside of this roast duck. And then <laughs> they bring out the roast duck, and then everyone explodes except for... and okay, Except for the roast duck. <laughs> <laughs> and she's across the street. She wakes up. The cashier inside of the store across the street dies, but she doesn't die. She's totally fine. She gets up and she leaves. There's another explosion that happens where... Um, her and Dylan McDermott are inside of the the bad guy government dude. They're inside of his apartment to figure out, like, why he was a bad guy and, mm-hmm. like, trying to figure out everything that's going on. But she has a locator chip inside of her badge, which she doesn't get rid of the entire movie for whatever dumbass reason. <laughs> so Pierce Brosnan is able to hack into this network and track her wherever she goes... Even though she should know that there's tracking software inside of her badge if she's an intelligence expert, basically. So Pierce Brosnan finds her and goes to the apartment. And then they're about to leave the apartment, her and Dylan McDermott. But then a grenade goes off and explodes. And the door collapses on top of Dylan McDermott. But she's totally fine. She's just slightly groggy. But he ends up having to go to the hospital. He gets out of the hospital like six hours later. Even though he like just survived an explosion. <laughs> and is only like he only has like a broken arm. But he's like totally fine. And there's a third scene where she's running away from the police. And she like she meets someone at like some... Uh, subway station or something to give her supplies like money and stuff so that she can continue like trying to prove her incidents and she goes into the subway tunnel climbs down somehow Pierce Brosnan knows that she's in this subway tunnel from the locator chip and he throws another grenade and she like basically gets thrown back from this explosion but she's totally fine and so Pierce Brosnan is like He's, he's about to turn the corner to walk up to her, and so she's, like, collapsing on the ground, and then she sees him, and she reaches over and grabs the glass and hides it and pretends to be unconscious. And then he, like... So then Pierce Brosnan reaches up to her, and he has a gun in her hand, and he's about to, like, shoot her, but somehow she manages to reach up and slice his stomach without him shooting her, and she runs away. There's so many explosions you, that happen I mean, that doesn't... That don't kill her or, like, knock her out, like... Unconscious. I don't think you're allowed to be like indignant about like the lack of reality in yeah. these movies, though, because this just sounds awful. <laughs> There's so much that goes on in this movie that doesn't make any sense. My mom does the same thing. She'd be like, "Well, blah blah blah," because blah blah blah, laws of like physics in the real world, and I'm like, "It's a movie." <laughs> I know, but it's it's also like it's supposed to be like a realistic thing that would happen. Is it though? <laughs> It's just a it's a movie that was made and was not like really in theaters. 
I'm assuming because I don't really know about it. it no, it wasn't theaters because I remember it was like one of the first like Pierce Brosnan films that I wanted to see in a long time. No, I'm not saying it wasn't in theaters, but I'm saying that it's not. It wasn't a big hit, right? I don't know. So I think <laughs> the movie was probably just made because like everyone involved needed a paycheck. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, Mila Jovovich is like still doing Resident Evil stuff. That's true. And that's still a big thing. And the thing is, is that it? she's not a badass in the movie. She doesn't know how to fight at all, which is doesn't make any sense if you're in the CIA. I mean, you can well, she's issuing visas. CIA. Yeah, like, <laughs> she's doing like administrative work. Exactly. Yeah, but it's, but it's still, it's like, you still, like, when people go into the military, even if they're doing, like, computer stuff, they still have to go through boot camp. I don't know if the CIA, the CIA doesn't like do that, that though. No. Yeah. <laughs> you can be an analyst or yeah. just do not, desk yeah, work. Yeah, not, not everyone is Claire Danes. I, yeah, right? I, Although, uh, yeah. Saw the Lego Batman movie. <laughs> I can see the look on your face. Was it, was it okay? Because, I mean, I Will Arnett was in it. I liked it. it so. and, and, like, Will Arnett and Michael Sarah back together was kind of nice. Yeah. So, I was into it. I, I laughed a lot, actually. I liked it a lot. And it got decent ratings all around. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if anyone, if either of you care about ratings, but. It did better than uh, Batman vs. Superman. <laughs> That movie was, ratings wise was at least terrible. <laughs> that movie was bad yeah I didn't bother there's a lot of uh, a lot of Jesus symbolism in that movie uh, yeah I was in an Uber in LA with this guy who was like a brought up Suicide Squad and was like trying to defend like that it was like an amazing movie and I was just like Why? was he an extra in it yeah That's he what? was oh, of course, <laughs> of course. Yeah, I knew he had to be. Or he was like someone who wanted to be like an extra in movies. Like, and apparently you pay, like, to be like sent like those sorts of offers mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. emails. I'm like, yeah. What the? No. What? No. <laughs> Why? Because people are fans of stuff. I'm sure people are paying like their way to Atlanta to be an extra in The Walking Dead. Well, I mean, that's like it's somewhere in the music scene where like a lot of like people who don't know like a lot of people that start out they like pay promoters to be able to play at venues and mm-hmm. stuff. but that makes more sense because like you're really trying to make a career of it versus just being an extra in a movie is that yeah. really a way like to get that your foot a, in the door is that's it really? a career for some people in itself being an extra <laughs> wow i had no idea yeah uh i just the movie that I watched, the one with Lawrence Fishburne and mm. um, and Jeff Goldblum, that was the that's the last movie that I saw two days ago, and it was not that great. Do you have um, like your bets on anyone for the Oscars? Oh, uh, I haven't. I need to like I haven't catch looked up at it yet. The, yeah, I. Hope it's Moonlight. Yeah, I hear so. a lot of good stuff about Moonlight, but Moonlight I mean, Moonlight was a great movie. I don't watch movies that much, so I'm not yeah. really in. I usually I'll go through and I'll like, oh, like if a movie catches my eye, that's part of the main picture list. I'll go and watch yeah. it. Same. Um, but I mean, at the same time, what was that movie with uh, Steve Carell, the wrestling movie? Name um, interesting where the guy like oh, killed his coach. Foxcatcher. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I tried watching that and it was just boring. So. I didn't really care for it, like. <laughs> Personally, but that's just me. Um, and Seema likes to watch movies a lot, so he, like, kind of... That's the reason why I've been watching more movies. Mm-hmm. But I'm actually kind of grateful for that, because 
I've seen some good stuff, so. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I've, I've slowly gotten back into TV shows because when, when Steven's here, we like almost exclusively watch Star Trek, which Star Trek or like, are you being served? Oh my God. Or, or, or Golden <laughs> Girls. Those are like the top three. He sounds like What? And Is he stuck in like the yeah, 80s? Yeah, it's like, dude, like, but I don't know. I, I can't, be- wait, where are you watching? Are you being served? On YouTube. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, wait until my mom hears about that. <laughs> we we went through the entire series of um, Deep Space Nine, and now we've moved on to Voyager. I've, I've never even heard of that. It's very it's very Star Trek. Like there's like the main Star Trek, and then the next big one was uh, the Next Generation, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. Enterprise, Void. No, Enterprise. Was it Voyager next? Yeah. And then Deep Space, Deep Space Nine, Nine, and then yeah. the one that's coming out soon, I think. They're doing or, a new series? Yeah. Oh. With, uh, there's someone famous in it. I was going to say yeah. Zoe Saldana, but I don't think that's correct. I, um, TV series. Tried to watch the OA yes. on Netflix, but I couldn't really Someone just asked me about that today, and I'm like, no, I haven't watched it. I'm not going to watch I, it. I, honestly, I think it's really good. Um, there's a lot of, like, it's a lot of, um, kind of, not supernatural stuff, but kind of. Yeah. I get what you're saying, like, sort of, like, spiritual slash, like, maybe, like, storytelling aspect, but Mm -hmm. I, in theory, like, the concept is right up my alley, but I feel like because they probably didn't get, like, the best budget for the first season it the the visuals and stuff don't exactly do like the mood and like the atmosphere of it justice Mm -hmm. just yet i'm probably gonna keep watching just to see how it like where it goes in like the second season and stuff but yeah the the second season has been announced yeah um yeah i mean i only watched it because my canada friend well, he, he really likes Britt Marling, and I've seen a lot of Jesus her stuff. Jesus Christ. And she, I mean, she's not... Is she not the main bad. character? Yeah. Okay. Um, she was in Eye Origins. She was in The East with uh, Fassbender and uh, Ellen Page. Mm-hmm. That was probably her, her biggest role. It was about, like, environmental terrorism. Uh. Um, but, yeah, I think the always... It's, it's okay. And, yeah, um, like, one of our... One of the people that we follow... On like Instagram and stuff, he um, worked on that show as That's well. Cool. So yeah. Um, but uh. What? Why are you opposed to watching it? Yeah. Cause I. That's not my. That's not. That's not my. It style. has a Phyllis from The Office. Yeah, that's not helping at all. <laughs> that's I mean, that's like the only. Oh, and also, there's a person that um, I don't think I follow them, but I I read up a bunch of stuff on. There's like a person on Tumblr who was like, hey. There's this role for this new TV show for like Asian trans actors, and I'm an Asian trans actor, and like the whole post is just um, them like updating, like, hey, I got into the casting call or whatever, mm-hmm. and like, hey, like they call me back, and hey, I'm gonna be on this TV show now, and I thought that was really cool. Yeah, I, I don't remember the name of the character, but oh, okay. it's that Asian. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't finish. I, I know, I know, I know. Yeah. No, 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 I know. It was just the way that it sounded. Um, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Um, you're just not into, like, supernatural sci-fi stuff, like, at all? No, I'm into sci-fi. I'm not into supernatural stuff. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. No, I, I love sci-fi, especially stuff that's, like, uh, commentary. 
just like commentary on society. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But um, but yeah, I don't know. I yeah, I yeah. can't get into. Um, that. I can't really get into most Netflix shows just because, um, like you. I don't know. It's weird. Sometimes I feel like I need commercials to give me a break, like a yeah. breather. I get from, what you mean. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, but yeah, speaking of Netflix shows, I got through Sense Eight. Yeah, I don't. I don't watch. I that started either. that too, and I just like I don't know why I couldn't get into it. I don't know. It was it was interesting because um, you kind of like it makes you think about like are we connected more than just the five senses that we have uh-huh. type of thing. Um, and I, I thought it was a really good show, but the, the weird thing is that, um, okay, so there's this, a character from Kenya. Yeah. Who, um. No, I know about this. He's, he's in the first season and then he gets replaced for, I don't, I don't know why I didn't read up enough about it, but he got replaced by a different actor. And so then at Christmas special and in the Christmas special, like the new actor is there and his friend who was the same friend from the first season is like, man, you look different. He's like, I got a new barber. And that was the only way that they addressed it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It's funny, I, I know people who know the new guy. Because he went to my university. Mm-hmm. So, it's interesting mm-hmm. to see the, the guy come up. But yeah, that's... Uh, I think what they were saying at the time was that the original actor had said something either homophobic or transphobic. Okay. And that's part of it. But it could have just been like what they said. And not necessarily something that happened on set. Because mm-hmm. it's rumors, right? It's yeah, not necessarily yeah. confirmed. And sometimes, like, you know... But it's also possible that the guy did say something offensive. So... But yeah, um, going back to Star Trek. Yeah, the new Star Trek series, which I think is airing this year, um, has uh, Sasha from The Walking Dead. She's the main character. Oh, is she dead in The Walking Dead, then? Um, just film? I mean, I haven't. I haven't watched this season at all. I'm waiting for the season to end before I go back to it. I think I might watch now. Uh, now that it's seven uh, B. Yeah, now that the second back. half has started. Been... I yeah. need to do that. And I think I think Suits has come back. I need to go back and watch Suits. I mean, you know that I don't care about that. <laughs> yeah. I Did you ever watch it? Yeah. So I started it when Diana and I were in Europe and like we started like binge watching it at the end of our days. Um, but then it just got so repetitive. Like, I just, <laughs> ugh. Well, okay. The, the very last season is Mike actually goes to jail. Yeah. Um, but the, the main reason why I don't know if I'm going to watch it is because, um, Jessica Pearson, her, her actor left. What was her name? Uh, Gina Torres. Gina Torres, yeah. She left, um, the series. Mm -hmm. So, unless it's like a one-time thing, she's not coming back. And she was my favorite character. Yeah. So. I hated, like, when I was watching it, I hated every single character on that show. Even Jessica? Probably except for her, though. Okay, yeah. That's the thing. And so, I just, you know. And I hate Lewis. And I hate Mike. <laughs> and I hate Harvey too. Lewis so is I'm a terrible like... person because it's like the the thing that I hate most about that show is that Lewis constantly backsteps people and double crosses yeah, people. Yeah. And then they end up forgiving him and then yeah. five episodes later it happens again. And it just keeps happening. That's what I'm saying. Like the, it's just like <laughs> all their like character flaws like just continue to cause problems. Mm-hmm. And it's like really like nothing. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. It it has slowly progressed yeah. through the seasons just because new things get revealed. But it does take a long time for people, like, in that show, for the characters to kind of snap out of their, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. their negative traits. I mean, I guess that's true to real life. <laughs> but real life, you would have consequences. If he backstabbed people, like, three times, he wouldn't that's still true. be at he the would law not, firm. No, he would, he would be fired. Yeah. yeah. He would have gotten let go. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I watch Hannibal's special when he goes to Edinburgh. Yeah. The Scotland thing, and he does like basically the. I guess it's like a festival in Scotland where you perform the same comedy show every single day for like twenty eight days in a row. Well, yeah, I think he mentioned that. Yeah. Stand up. Um, and yeah, I I watched that, and it was actually pretty good. It was a lot better than the previous one that he did, which I thought was trash. I liked all of his stuff pretty much. So, but, um, yeah, I'm not this, very this discerning one. though in like the comedy scene, to be honest. I don't know. It was the like I, I I guess just the the way that he delivered his. It was like right after um, when he got really big on the uh, the Justin Bieber roast. Yeah, uh, his special was like right after that, and it wasn't that good. But this mm. this Scotland one was actually pretty good. I uh, have a friend who's like likes to watch a lot of stand up and like does some improv and stand up himself. And like he hates like every comedian I like, and I'm just like, who does he like? He likes like people like Chris Rock or like Eddie Murphy. Oh, like classic comedians. He loves Kevin Hart. Okay, then that's confusing. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's confusing. Like, so he doesn't like. I'm assuming Hannibal. He doesn't like Hannibal, but he he likes. He doesn't like Eric Andre. Yeah. So he just doesn't like absurdist humor. Then. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think so. Then don't trust his taste. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it kind of threw me off. Yeah. He's probably uh, gonna listen to this podcast, so. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not apologizing. No. Yeah. I I tried watching. I'm trying to remember who it is. I think Neil Brennan has a new special that was on Netflix, and he was um, he's a co-creator of Chappelle Show. Mm. Um, he did other stuff with Dave Chappelle, but like writing partners. Mm. Um, but I didn't find it funny because like a lot of it was just him talking about like, oh, I understand what black people go through because I have a bunch of black dudes as friends. Oh, and I'm God. like, I guess. I mean, what? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so it just, I, I think I, I maybe. He's better explaining himself like through sketch comedy or yeah. something that's written. But in terms of um, in terms of stand up, I just wasn't just wasn't there. It must opinion. suck to like be someone who can write like really good material but not like deliver on yeah. like, perform it. Like that would just be crappy. <laughs> I feel like I'm that kind of person, like in, in interpersonal like communication like I can be funny or like when I'm chatting with someone mm-hmm. but if I had to like stand up and like present a joke I would just well, yeah like I for fail. instance I don't think Seth Meyers is very funny on camera but I feel like his writing is a lot better yeah although there's like so much garbage that he, that he <laughs> put out yeah. when he was a uh, head writer for SNL yeah but then I I mean it, SNL just continues to get worse I think probably because there's each like person who grows up with it is within a generation of like what they find funny and then there's another generation afterwards of like what those people find funny so for me it's like 
I can watch the um, the episodes from like the early aughts with Tina Fey and Tina Amy Poehler yeah. and like the, Maya the Rudolph and like Kristen Wiig. Yeah, well, Kristen Wiig's later. Yeah, that's the thing. Mm. So I mean, I can kind of find her funny too, but in film roles, not so much. SNL characters because yeah. I think that there is a difference between like having an entire movie with this character and having like little funny bits and then just having like the target lady which is like so confined to yeah. just that like five minute sketch so um yeah but I I do I think that's why I liked 30 Rock so much is because it was the same like type of humor with you know uh, mm. Tracy Morgan and Tina Fey and like other people who would come on. Yeah. But yeah, because I've been marathoning that again. (laughs) (laughs) I uh, was watching Parks and Rec for a while and then I, but I can never get myself to finish series. I still haven't watched like The End of Friends Mm. or like that 70s show or Parks and Rec. I I watched. You don't have to finish any of those, (laughs) honestly. Coincidentally, I saw the end of. when it aired the end of uh, that 70s show. Oh, okay. Um, just because it happened to be on Fox when I was watching Fox when yeah. I was like 11 years old or something. <laughs> yeah. And so I watched... It was the end of that, and I think the end of the OC was in the same night. Yeah, it was, I think. So... I, I remember I we didn't, like... Everyone was, like, making fun of the way the OC ended, weren't they? I don't know. I don't I think was this something like about, like, the, the main dude? Um, I feel like his name is Ryan. Probably. It's probably the type of name that he would have. <laughs> Ryan. Uh, became like a construction dude or something like that. I'm not explaining this so well. And then he picks up another kid and like it's, oh, it's like a cycle. You know, he's going to turn this kid into a productive member of society or something. Oh, it's just weird. It's I like just... No, okay. I never really watched that show, to be honest. Yeah. I don't think it ever made that type of social point. That's why I'm wondering, like, why they would have that as the ending, mm-hmm. if I'm not making that up. Seth Meyers' <laughs> brother actually was in that 70s show. Oh. When it, uh, Topher Grace left. Ye- Oh, his brother. Okay. The like last the guy, season. The other guy with the Yeah, I don't hair. think I even made it that far. He, yeah. he was on Mad TV and then he went to do that 70s show. I thought he was funny on Mad TV. Yeah. But not so much on that 70s show. No. No, I, I think <laughs> yeah. he was the worst character on there. And that's pretty difficult. Speaking because... of the OC, what's um, <laughs> the, the guy who now he's in Gotham? What's his name? That's the same guy, the one who played Ryan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Do, you, do you guys watch Gotham? Because I watched no. it and I thought it was really... I, I mean, I'm into Steve superhero really stuff. really likes it. Yeah, he, he but, is uh, too. That and also I really like Jada Pinkett Smith. And mm-hmm. She's one of the main villains in that. Oh, okay. I thought it was really... That was one of the series that I watched recently and I got through. I think the third season is starting soon or something like that. And Seymour watches like all superhero related stuff like religiously mm-hmm. <laughs> like supergirl and like go, yeah like I, I like that i tried watching the flash and, yeah, and the, flash. the first three episodes is like he basically the flash without giving away too much for anyone who cares <laughs> um he's basically adopted into a family and um and the guy, the the father is like the police chief or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, you're talking about the Law and Order dude. I don't know. Right. I don't know. I don't, yeah. I don't know anything. Okay, about is Law he black? Order. Yeah, he is. It's the Law and Order guy. I don't watch Law and Order, so I don't know. Okay. Um, 
But, uh... So, basically, he... I think in the first or second episode, he finds out that this guy is the Flash. And he's... like So, basically, every episode after that, Mm -hmm. the dad is like, I can't have you do this because I want you to be safe, but you need to do this because you're the only one who can take out these guys. And it's every it's every episode. Oh every God. episode is that multiple I'm, times, and I can't deal like, with it, so I stopped. Sure that and Supergirl are like geared toward like a younger crowd, mm. and I'm like, it's just like so obvious, like you're saying, like in the plot that it's not like very nuanced or developed like you know so it's kind of like I can't imagine what someone's like really getting from those shows they're just like they're CW shows like it's just what they are you know yeah (laughs) that's true that's why I I couldn't take people seriously when they were recommending um, the Archie show (laughs) the new Archie comics show I'm like okay but it's still on the CW it can't be that (laughs) well I mean I mean WWE used to be on the CW. But that, okay. But we're talking about something else entirely. Like, WWE, yeah, maybe it has storylines. Actually, like I don't even know why I'm... a syndicated show? A weekly syndicated show? But, like, versus... No, it's not like the same thing, Something that's obviously, like, a production. Like, exactly. Obviously yeah. Production. Like, it has a set storyline for, like, lo- like, the entire series, or it's supposed to. I'm not saying the WDE, WWE I, doesn't, I'm but, just, but my point to, is, or I guess yeah. maybe both of our points is that it's like uh, you actually have people who are in a writing room who are writing the dialogue word for word. Yeah, it's not right? an attempt at a reality show. Yeah, I'm right, like completely just trying to make you have this. T- I'm not. <laughs> I know. Seriously. Yeah, but it's. I just find it funny that WWE was on. There's like a bird outside or something. I don't know. I just saw some flopping around. Um, there's a... Uh, it was on CW and then previously WWE was on UPN. Which yes. doesn't make any sense UPN. to me. Yeah, it, yeah, it was. It was probably the when I the first started watching thing. it when I was like 12. was back when it was UPN. I would go to uh, the uh, Taco Bell Pizza Hut combo. I don't know if I was like in the States when UPN was a thing. Yeah. yeah, we were like yeah. in middle school. If oh, you were really? here in middle school, yeah. Yeah. It, it ended like 2006 I I or seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I think yeah. when we started high school is when it yeah it ended. When it got yeah, it switched over to CW, yeah. and they changed all the programs. Yeah, it was from... that, and then uh, WB switched over. Yeah. To uh, well, I think for us it's my 58, but yeah, there's for a other few. People, it's... Yeah, I think for for me it was WB also, and just like random other older channels like TNT, or what was there was TNT with is now like it's still TNT. It's still TNT. Uh, oh, what am I thinking of? I what think was TBS? TV? It's also yeah. still TBS. TV then. Land. No, TV Land's also still there. Oh my god, this is gonna bother me. Just to keep talking about whatever, <laughs> and I'm gonna try to figure um, it out. But yeah, I would. I would always. I would go to the the pizza, the Taco Bell pizza combination restaurant, and I would get the uh, the number three, the cheese with the breadsticks. And oh the, my uh, gosh! And I would eat that every Friday and watch uh, watch Friday Night SmackDown. My mom. That was back when the uh, the um, the stage it had like the ramp, and then above it was like a giant like metal fist I was like, <laughs> punching through. I um, the, the old stage. We would that. get the Choco Tacos at the back. Back uh, in the day, Taco Bell runs. I still miss Choco Tacos. I mean, you can buy them at the store, but yeah. it's not the same. 
That's I can't funny. relate to any of this. They have the uh, the, <laughs> the chicken shell chalupas now. But those sound disgusting. You're talking about the one that has the fried chicken? Yeah, the, 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 that's the taco, taco shell. Yeah. Yeah. People said it tastes bad. I mean, I don't need. I wouldn't be surprised yeah, if it like, did. I yeah, I don't yeah. know why. I mean, chalupas themselves good. are really good. I love chalupas. That That's shell, always what I get. Yeah, that shell's really good. There's a uh, a restaurant um, near my mom's house at a uh, Watt and Marconi or Watt and El Camino um, called Don Quixote's. Oh, yeah, I've been there. They just started doing, like, puff tacos, oh. and they're allegedly... I mean, I didn't try it because mm-hmm. it, I wanted the nachos instead. Yeah. But uh, David tried it, and he said that it was really good. I, and it's, like, fried, like, taco shells. That that place is, like, tied closely to my, like, first memories of driving, because that's, like, one of the only places Diana and I could go, <laughs> like, that was of interest. <laughs> so... Um, but okay, what's the deal in that plaza where Country Club Lanes is with that place Hofbra? Like, I swear to yeah. God, that's like a portal to another dimension. <laughs> yes. Like, <laughs> it's like, I've, I've actually never been inside. No one park. who lives in Sacramento <laughs> has ever been inside. Because everyone who's gone in has never come back out. <laughs> I've been inside a different Hofbra, but it was the one that's in uh, it has full no sun. windows. <laughs> That's true. There's one window where there's just spinning like a rotisserie meat. (laughs) Ambiguous meat. I'm telling you, it's like that movie Midnight in Paris. Like, (laughs) you just go to like back in time. (laughs) Oh, Sam's Hoff, bro. Yeah, I think think Eric and his family went in there once, but I could just be thinking of something completely. Um, yeah, it does. <laughs> yeah, I think now there's there's that, there's a Goodwill, and there's a dollar store there now. Yeah, like, what else in is, like, everyone knows it exists, but no one's gone? Like, what else is there that's like that? Like, Sam's Hoff prop. Um, nothing. I'm telling <laughs> you. <laughs> no, there's definitely something. Something in Old Town, probably. Yeah. Like, is there, like, some sort of, like, steamboat downtown that exists that no one's been on? There is. Yeah. I mean, I've never been on a steamboat It's all stuff from, like, the weird, like, 1800s to early 1900s (laughs) era. Yeah. I mean, I've only been in Evangelines once. I've never been inside. Yeah. And it was, it was all just costumes, but it's like, how does that place function outside right. of Halloween? Like, they've got to be money laundering. <laughs> Probably. Because it's literally just costumes. And it's like, you can't need costumes. Yeah, like, some of these shops, it's like... All the time. There's no one there ever. Like, you know they can't be selling that much merchandise. Like, or what's the deal with that little, like, pop-up... Um, <laughs> what's the deal with that like right as you're exiting sack i think you're going either down 15th or j street like at night there's like a like a fortune teller like yes. i saw that yeah, when I was like, yeah well like a few days ago i was just walking down j street and i yeah. saw that yeah and no one i know has ever been inside that thing but it's there every night <laughs> and it's like come inside like dead like little pink lights and like there's no one ever going in and out. No. Like, creepy. <laughs> we should go one day. 
There's we a. Should go, we should do a day where we go to all these places and there, finally we may a, not be um, able to go to more than one we'll get trapped in one of them <laughs> there's a there's a psychic palm reader that's been around since I was like five years old in West like right when you get off the freeway into uh, Jefferson uh-huh. um, and I've never been inside there before there's, I've seen it all the time and it just has a picture of a hand with like a little swirl yeah on. yeah there's one um okay so how di- uh I almost called you Diana. I don't know why. <laughs> I'll take that name. Uh, probably knows about it. You probably know too, because you lived like in Carmichael area for a while, or close enough. Yeah. If you're going to Aracee, um, you're going down Manzanita, and you know how there's that sort of like side street windmill, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and just like there's like that triangle of land where there's like a gas station yes. the jewelry institute yeah. in the middle of Carmichael. yeah <laughs> <laughs> my doctor's office is like right there and right past it is someone's like i can't tell if it's a business or like a home and it's also like a psychic and it's just like all white and then it just like in black letters like painted it just says like psychic <laughs> Like, there's no other, like, explanation, like, no attempt at real advertising, and I'm like, what? There are a lot of strange places in Sacramento. Or the, like that- uh, the internet cafe that's yeah. on Fair Oaks. <laughs> yeah. It just says internet store. Yeah. <laughs> internet store? Yes. I heard those places are, like, uh, illegal, like, online gambling um, probably. And then, um, what else? Oh, that weird castle that off off of, uh, if you're going up to Roseville, off of 80. Yeah. There's, like, a home that's, like, that looks like a bowling alley castle. <laughs> like, it's, like, that era of, like, weird 60s, 70s style architecture. It's just, like, brown. <laughs> yeah. And I guess... The guy who owns it or used to own it is like the guy who started all the like Hoshal's cos cosmetology schools around. Mm. Okay, but I don't know if he still owns it. Uh. Weird. I feel like there are more places, but I can't think of them. Crestview Lanes used to be one of them too, but mm. then they tore it down. Yeah. Now there's just the sign. That's true. I drove by that little triangle of land mm-hmm. that you were talking about and saw that there was uh, construction on houses. Yeah, they're yeah. building a bunch of new homes there. And then now there's a Dutch Bros. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't like passed by that and area in a long time. Where that Dutch Bros is, there have been like five different businesses. Yeah. Like nothing ever <laughs> Yeah. I remember when there was a Wendy's. Yeah. The, um, that... Where the Chipotle is near my mom's house, across the street, that East Indian market, uh-huh. it's something different every yeah, six months. For- there, there was one restaurant that was there, and I guess they got shut down because they, uh, and customers didn't know this, they were putting weed into their baked goods. Oh, why? <laughs> <laughs> um, for the, it, like, the one business that was, like, there, like, decently long was this place called, like, East Meets West and it was like Chinese food like it was a Chinese buffet hmm. and like I swear the Slavic community was the only thing keeping them in business <laughs> <laughs> because they fucking love Chinese buffets <laughs> have you been to that restaurant that's on I think Winding Way in Manzanita that's the um, 
I think it's a Russian restaurant. Yeah, Firebird. Yeah. Yeah. You've been there? Yes. Is the food actually good? Uh, it's really heavy. Oh, okay. It's super greasy. Um, but yeah, they like cater a lot of like Russian like events, like Russian Ukrainian events. And at night, it's like a weird club where all these like 50 year olds in leather jackets hang out and like probably try to hit on like 15 year old girls. Jeez. <laughs> there, was a, there was one Indian restaurant that was on Ferox Marconi that was like an Indian buffet and it got shut down. And you know that um, further down Oh, Ferox, and now it's a Reyes Teca. Yeah, but it's a Reyes Teca like a morning bar. Yeah. I know someone that works there that left Lido's and went to work there. But it's like only open. For like three hours during the day. It's not open till like three? I don't think it's open that late. Yeah, I heard it's not that great and I don't imagine it's gonna do particularly well in the long run. I mean, Ray Azteca is really good. Yeah. So. I just feel like they're trying to do something that's like, I mean, like a juice bar in that area, like that's just not the place yeah. for a juice bar. <laughs> <laughs> it really isn't. I've never been to that place, like, across the corner from it, El Papaguayo or something. I don't know. It's been there forever and I've just never gone. There are lots of strange little old businesses like that around Carmichael. Mm -hmm. Like, on San Juan and Winding. Um, you know where the Arco gas station is right there? Mm. You probably yeah. Know. It's not an Arco anymore. Someone uh, someone else runs it now. It's, some, it's just some local gas station now. Yeah, no, I but, know. But, like, across the... Way is like a lace and trim, like I guess shop, like probably mm -hmm. for alterations or something. But it looks so dead, but it's not. I don't know. Like, There's also a place that's. N I think it might be in that same like area mm -hmm. that's uh, like specifically Mexican seafood. Yeah, yeah, and and then further down, there's like a really seedy old bar that's like always open, mm -hmm. and then right next to it is like used like saddle shop. Like who in Carmichael <laughs> is buying know. used horse supplies? <laughs> <laughs> so so there's um if you're on um Sunrise right Sunrise and like uh, Fair Oaks, there's that place that's a players club. Yeah, players. Right? And then so then if you go up the there's street, two there's two. Why? Like within a half mile of each other. Yeah. What is the point of and that? And people ask like, are you going to upper players or lower players? And it's like I've never been to lower <laughs> players. I've only been to upper one once. What is it like inside? It's like oh, it's like okay. Everyone that didn't leave Carmichael immediately after high school mm -hmm. and owns a truck goes to players. Okay, <laughs> I think that explains. That's like it. the demographic. Okay. <laughs> Oh. It's like a sports bar and it has like those like little games like what's the one where it's like a piece of metal on some sand and you like try to What? <laughs> a piece of metal on sand. Oh, shuffleboard. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that like a polished rock on like a sanded sort of surface? I don't think it's on surface? sand. I thought it was on wood. It is wood, but there's like there's sand involved somewhere in there. I don't think so. I'm kind of surprised that like people who recently graduated high school in the last 20 years are playing that. Yeah. Rather than someone who's it. 65 and older. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, or like billiards or just that kind of stuff. Like <laughs> upper players, like, lower like players. You <laughs> old Dave and Buster. Where is this at? <laughs> sunrise. Yeah, it's right on um, Sunrise. Like mm. if you're going down Fair Oaks. Turn right on sunrise, like towards Rancho. Okay. It's like right, yeah. 
Have you guys ever been to the Pheasant Club? No. Because that's that's one of the places that like because I I lived in West before it got like really developed mm-hmm. and Jefferson was just like a like a two lane street. Yeah. Um, and it was like the Pheasant Club and then fields for miles. But it was just this one little pheasant club that had been there for like years. I always want And now there's like a nugget store there or Like something. go to these like old weird bars and just like see what's going on inside. Just like out of yeah. sheer curiosity. There's there's like a there's this one bar again near like Watt and El Camino called the Pied Piper that I yeah. always just see and I'm like who goes inside of this bar next to a pawn shop and a Domino's pizza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pied Piper, the other one down the way is Blind Pig or something. Well, Blind Pig is kind of big. In yeah, that I was area. gonna say, but that one is actually like full. It's actually got a lot of like fair amount of like people our age there too. Yeah, the uh, one of the people I used to work at at Round Tables actually, he does like trivia night there okay. every week. There's a place that's on Fair Oaks, like going towards El Camino from like where uh, Manzanita turns into Fair Oaks. Mm-hmm. That's called Yanni's. The yes. green place. Yes. Yeah. I've seen that. I've <laughs> never. I've never been inside. I've, everyone says it's really good, but it's, I feel like it's definitely like people who are like our parents' ages go. Uh. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's a place like when you're going to Rey Azteca, right? Pretty much right across the street from it. You know how like there's like the Fitness Evolution and the Laser Tag, yeah. mm-hmm. and before that is like the nursing home area and there's just one building i don't know if it's like vacated or not um it's got like this really old like 90s style like fading design on it where it's like a like an aqua colored triangle like (laughs) on a on like a purple background and it's just like i don't know why it always stands out to me as like the perfect symbol of like the forgotten like '90s era. <laughs> like, <laughs> didn't you have your uh, your birthday party at that laser place? I did. It's in it's, middle school. It's owned by a different company now. Actually, yeah. I, I went there a couple years ago, and me and the group of friends that I went to almost got into a fight there. Uh, I know. I've met the guy who who owns it with his brother a few times. Mm. He comes into like Lido's pretty regularly. The, like a um, local Carmichael. Person. We, we were, we were yeah. there and we were we were doing our thing and then like another group of people came in so it ended up being like our group versus their group and the laser tag. <laughs> oh shit. And, and so we came out and like we were totally fine and everyone was totally fine except for this one guy who I guess like, he had like a membership there or something. Like oh he was like a, a regular person who went there and he had like the highest score and he was talking a hell of shit and, and like none of us, nobody cared uh, but he just kept talking. And so my my friend Alex was with us and he was like he, he basically said to the guy like dude it doesn't matter. Like who cares? <laughs> he was like who cares about this at all? And the guy like looked at him and was like, Do you wanna fight him? And Alex is like he has like like he he works at a gym. Like he's constantly at like he has like a um kind of like a swimmer's body almost. Oh, gotcha. Like it's very, like lean very build. lean, but it's yeah. like there's definitely muscle there. And, and we based like, this guy just kept trying to, like, start a fight. And Alex was like, dude, like, you're, get out of here. You're not worth it. And so we had to, and unfortunately, Alex, Alex's car was, like, right by where all them, all those other guys, like, all the other people were, like, leaving. Uh-huh. So we had to, like, wait 
friend oh, to gosh. get in this car and leave. Um, speaking of fighting, I signed up for Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu yesterday. Where, which, uh, which gym is it's, it? Uh, it's Cassio Wernick School. Where is it? At? It's on Auburn. Um, oh, okay. Oh, I always say Auburn like a freaking Russian. I always say it like Auburn. <laughs> <laughs> and like, um, because they like read everything phonetically, you know? Mm. Yeah. Uh, but I say they like I'm not Slavic, but <laughs> <laughs> those people. But anyway, um, he is actually from Brazil, and okay. so he studied like he's like a second, like or third generation person. So he's like pretty close to the origin of it, you know. Um, and then he started his school here in Sac. It's been here a while, I think. And mm. I actually, when I was looking to pick up like some sort of martial art or some sort of like defense, whatever. Did my research and I figured out that uh, BJJ was like good because it allows you to like use your leverages even if you're like a smaller person yeah. and so that was good for me and then I didn't want to go somewhere like tacky and commercial you know so I figured it just sounded like a good place it was in my area and all that and I went to check it out but for the longest time like I wasn't making enough money consistently to like actually afford it. Mm -hmm. Um, but and Sima ended up signing up before me, and he really likes it. So that's the same gym yeah. he goes to. Okay. And so, so I went in yesterday to sign up, and like the guy's really nice, who the Casio. Um, but his hands are like unnervingly soft for like someone who like fights like probably every day, like rolls every day. I'm like, what's going on here? <laughs> I know there's a gym downtown where uh, Uriah Faber trains yeah. at, mm -hmm. and that's um, my old boss. He he trains there as well. He actually approached Cassio, I think, to come teach at his school, mm -hmm. but he wanted to continue like doing his own thing. So, mm -hmm. at least I, f I think that's what happened, if I'm remembering correctly. He was actually, he won like a few world championships, so he mm. was like a hotshot, but... Nice. Yeah. I think on that note, it's uh, it's time to wrap up. And go eat, sponsored by Chipotle. Yeah, <laughs> our, our second episode, sponsored by Chipotle. Um, and it's also been like two hours. Yeah. We had to, we had to fill the time because we haven't done an episode in like a month and a half, so... Yeah. Um... It, yeah. So, um, is there anything either you would like to say before we, we no, leave? I don't have any final notes. Happy to be here. All right. <laughs> um, yeah, I had a couple other things on the list, but I don't think they're applicable anymore. Like, the kin past. Uh, kinder gender. Oh no! Oh my god! <laughs> but I don't want to talk about that. that can of worms yeah, right now. I don't want to talk about that. So, on that note. Um, keep us in your thoughts, keep us in your prayers. <laughs>
You can just add so, it. So we gotta we gotta add it back in at the end. Um, if you wanna send us your prayers and send us your emails, you can send it to um, the night brunch podcast at gmail.com. Oh, am I supposed to know this? <laughs> if you listen to our episodes, we say it every episode, so you should know. I say it incorrectly every episode. Yeah, you do. Now I didn't even say anything. Again, that's the night brunch podcast at gmail.com. Right. You sure it's not at Hotmail? I'm positive. <laughs> I don't think Hotmail is still a thing.